Welcome to Twisted Tales of Madness and Murder presents Grabbing a Beer. This tale finds Alex in his late twenties, dressed in jeans and an old faded green hoodie, sitting at a high-top table drinking a beer at a busy sports bar. Televisions line the walls, broadcasting every possible sporting event being played. A row of dartboards lines one side of the bar, and a collection of pool tables take up the rest. Megan, in her early twenties, dressed in a tight white top and tight jeans that showcase her body, walks up to the table, putting her hands on her hips as she stares at Alex with a look of surprise. I can't believe this. Did I do something wrong? Have I not always provided you with the best possible customer service? Alex, confused, looks up at Megan. Did you do something wrong? Of course not. Why would you think that? Megan points down at the drink in front of Alex. You say that, but if that was truly the case that I provided great customer service, then that drink you have in front of you would have come from me. Alex stares back at Megan. It's nothing like that. When I came in, I sat at the bar because I played a couple pull tabs, then grabbed the table. Megan, laughing, slaps him on the side of the arm. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you are too easy. I'm just fucking with you. Busting your balls and shit because it's been a while since you've been in. What's been going on? Alex shakes his head in frustration. (laughs) What hasn't been going on? Where do I even begin? I guess you could say that life literally has me running in every possible direction right now. Just when you think you have things figured out and you're content with your life, that's when you get blindsided. Believe me, I have wanted to come in, but things have been preventing it. Uh, I certainly understand where you're coming from with life blindsiding you. My life is full of nothing but blindsides. Are you going to want some food? Possibly, but I'm going to hold off for a few. David is supposed to be showing up any time, and I'm not sure if he was going to want food. Right on. Well, when he gets here, I'll come back over and get you both whatever you want. Megan gives Alex a smile. Hey, I'm really glad you were able to find the time to come in tonight, because I've missed you. Alex cut off guard, stares up at her. Really? Don't go making things awkward and shit. Sorry. It's good to see you. Megan continues to smile at Alex as she walks away, distracting him as David, in his late twenties, wearing jeans and a t-shirt, comes sneaking up, grabbing Alex's arm and startling him. What's up, you little bitch? (laughs) Alex jumps in his chair. What the fuck, dude? David takes a step back, laughing. Holy shit! Relax, amigo. Jesus Christ. Somebody needs to take a chill pill. You're all heat up and shit. David grabs the other chair and pulls it out, then sits down. Oh, fuck, man. It's really good to see you. You have no idea how bad I needed to get out tonight. Home life has been a fucking nightmare. Alex looks down at his phone. I was starting to think you weren't going to show up. Sorry about that. I ended up having to put gas in the car, and of course that was a shit show because everybody and their fucking mom is doing the same thing. 
Megan walks back up to the table, smirking at David. Well, well, well. Look who finally decided to show up. It's all about building up that anticipation. Oh, well, then maybe I should just come back and let you anticipate me taking your drink order. David holds his hands up. Oh, slow down now. Let's not get crazy. So, are you saying you want a drink? David claps his hands together. Are the Kardashians literally the dumbest fucks on the planet? Uh, what? That would be a yes. I would love a drink. What would you like? David snaps his fingers as he glances over at the taps at the bar. Do, 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 do. Tell, tell me you didn't get rid of it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not seeing it. Do you still have that Johnny Utah IPA? We sure do. Ah, oh, sweet. Finally, something goes my way. I'll take a glass of that, please. You want a 16 or a 20? A 20 will get me fucked up faster, so let's go with that. And you plan on having any food? I think it's going to be a strictly liquid diet tonight. But thanks. No problem. Megan looks over at Alex again, smiling. What about you? Are you ready for another? Alex looks down at his beer that is nearing the bottom. Yeah, I sure will. What was it? Space dust. Oh, that so happens to be my favorite. I'll be back. Megan walks away again, smiling at Alex as David slaps the table. When the fuck are you tapping that shit? Alex looks back at David. What the hell are you talking about? Oh, uh, well, it couldn't be more obvious, Slick. That chick totally wants you. Alex stares at David's neck, then points at several scratches down the right side of it. What the hell did you do to your neck? What? David reaches up, running his fingers along a long, fresh set of scratches that disappear below his shirt. What the fuck is this shit? I... I have no idea how I I got those. You don't know how you got long scratches down your neck that just so happened to look like fingernails cost them. David looks back at Alex, annoyed. Like I said, I have no idea how I got them. Maybe I had an itch on my neck earlier and I scratched it. Alex shakes his head. Everything cool at home? David leans back in his chair. Well, other than having a total cunt of a wife that I would love to fucking bury in the fucking backyard, I guess you could say everything is cool. Alex points at the scratches again. Judging from those, I take it you guys are still fighting. (laughs) That's an understatement. That bitch likes to pick a fight at the drop of a hat. However, I have this strong feeling that she won't be fighting with me anymore. Why do you think that? David shrugs his shoulders. Just a gut feeling I've got. David slowly leans across the table, staring at Alex. Listen to me right now, my friend. Stay fucking single. Because married life is a joke and and overrated. It will make you act and do things that you never thought you would. Alex stares at David, perplexed. What kind of things are you talking about? Are you okay? Megan walks up with their drinks and puts them on the table as David leans back. So, you guys got any other plans for the evening? David, (laughs) laughing, grabs his beer and holds it up. I know for me the plan for the evening is getting fucked up so I can forget about my terrible, shitty life. 
Uh, you might say, my life sucks dick. Megan stares at David. It's always good to have such a positive outlook on things. David raises his glass towards Megan, then takes a drink as she turns to Alex. Megan puts her hand gently on his shoulder. Just let me know if you need anything. Alex grabs his beer and holds it up. Of course. Uh, thank you. Megan walks away, smiling as David slams his drink down on the table. Speaking of sucking dicks, what the fuck happened to the Seahawks? They really shit the bed. Alex stares at David. Seriously, man, are you okay? Did something happen? David rubs his face. It's all good. I didn't come here to talk about all that shit. I came here to have some fun. David picks his beer up. You know I'm here for you if you need to talk about anything, right? I do. And that's why I love you, man. And I don't mean that in a I want to stroke your cock kind of way. David looks down at Alex's drink. Now pick up that shit and let's have some fun! Alex picks up his beer as David clanks his glass against it. (laughs) Cheers! They both proceed to drink their beers. A couple hours have passed, and we find Alex standing in front of a dartboard, with a dart raised, concentrating, as David stands behind him with an annoyed expression. What the fuck are you waiting for? You've been staring at that fucking board for fucking ever, shit! Or get off the pot already! The only way you win is getting a bowl, and we both know that shit is not happening. Alex continues staring at the board. Maybe if you shut your mouth for a minute and let me concentrate, I will. David looks over at this woman by the pool table in a short, form-fitting black dress. Oh, please. We have a better shot at watching that chick pick up a stack of quarters and do a pussy than you hitting that bullseye. Alex takes a deep breath and flings the dart, hitting the bullseye. So much for me not hitting the bullseye. David throws his hands up in disgust. I, I don't go creaming your jeans over it. Even a blind fucking squirrel finds a nut every now and then. Megan walks up. You guys ready for another round? Ah, uh, fuck, yes we are. Alex looks over at David, concerned. Maybe you should consider a glass of water? David turns to Alex and gives him the finger. Mmm, maybe you should consider sitting on Ndeas and spinning. Megan looks at Alex. I know this is going to sound really crazy and all, but would there be any chance that you could give me a ride home tonight? The person that was supposed to pick me up flaked out on me. I don't know. There's some things I need to take care of. Megan holds her hands up. It's all good. I just thought I would ask. Any other night, I so would. Like I said, no worries. David steps up to Megan. Well, since this little dick lick isn't going to man up and give you a ride home, I certainly will. Alex quickly steps up between David and Megan. You know what? I'll give you a ride home. David looks at Alex, perplexed. What the fuck? I thought you just said you couldn't. I figure the things I had to do can wait. Alex turns to Megan. What time does your shift end? In about an hour. Are you sure it's no trouble? It'll be fine. David turns to the table and grabs his beer, finishing it as Alex looks back at him, then at Megan. 
It's best that you don't drive with him tonight. David slams his glass down and turns to Megan. So are we getting another round or what? Alex walks out of the bar with David right behind him, stumbling over himself. This is fucking bullshit. I don't want to go fucking home yet. I want a redo! Alex turns to David. Why don't you want to go home? Did you do something? Just, just tell me what's going on. I can help you. David smirks as he puts his hands on Alex's shoulders and stares at him. You truly are a good friend. I just... I'm really fucked up, is all. I don't want you worrying about me because I... I will deal with my issues. I can tell you it would be fucking badass if my future self just dropped out of the fucking sky in a phone booth and just, you know, told me what to do. What the hell are you talking about? David rubs his hand over his face and then gently slaps Alex on the face. Here's a a nickel's worth of free advice, I hope you remember. Whatever you do, never decide to get married like us dumbasses. Now, I don't care how good you think that pussy feels because one day you will want to murder the bitch. Alex stares at David, perturbed. You are seriously freaking me out. Did something happen? No, no, no. Nothing happened yet, but it very well could. What I have learned is no matter how much you think you know somebody, one day you get a peek behind the curtain and you find out just how fucked up they are. I don't know what I'm supposed to say. David taps Alex's head with his finger. You don't say anything, man. Just remember that shit I told you. Hey, don't let the wool get pulled over your eyes. David pushes Alex out of the way. Now get out of my way. I really don't think you should be driving right now. (laughs) Hey, you out of anybody should know that I drive my best when I'm fucked up. I'm like... Laser focused and shit. David tosses his keys up, but completely misses them as they hit the ground. That doesn't look laser focused to me. I I can't let you drive home like this. David picks up the keys, then points at Alex. You're gonna let me drive home because I am perfectly fine. On top of that, you have some trim to secure this evening. Alex shakes his head. Tonight really isn't the best night for that, so that can wait. Megan comes walking out and looks over at Alex and David. Everything okay? David, smiling, glances over at Megan. Everything is as fine as frog hair. David puts his arm around Alex. What you have right in front of you is one hell of a motherfucker. He sets the mark for what all guys should be. He's not the, like the, the rest of us, sons of bitches. Alex shoves David away. You should just ignore him. He's obviously drunk. Megan stares at Alex with a surprised look. So you're not one hell of a motherfucker? David leans close to Alex. 
What the fuck did I tell you, amigo? She is totally into you. She totally wants to slob your knob. Megan just shakes her head. You do realize I'm only standing like a few feet away from you, and I can literally hear everything you're saying right now? David puts his hand over his mouth, laughing, as he steps back and glances <laughs> at Alex. Was I being too loud? Alex, red-faced, glares at David. Yes. Holy shit. My bad. David slaps Alex on the ass. Well, what the hell are you waiting for? Go get her, tiger. David laughs as he spins around and walks toward his car. <laughs> and stop worrying about me. I'll be fine. I'm like a fucking cat. I always land on my feet. Megan casually walks up and stands next to Alex as they watch David get into his car. Is he going to be okay? Honestly, I don't know. Megan looks at Alex. Just for the record, I will not be, uh, slobbing your knob tonight? Alex lowers his head in shame. Oh my god, I am so embarrassed. He is such an asshole. David pulls his car out, honking his horn, then squeals out of the parking lot. Don't be embarrassed. I like you. Which is why I asked you for a ride home tonight. Alex looks at Megan, surprised. But I am old-fashioned, and I actually like to get to know a person before we exchange bodily fluids. Alex holds his hands up. I had no intention of anything happening. I swear to God, I was just gonna give you a ride home, and that was all. Megan smiles at him. So I assume since you offered to give me a ride, you actually have a vehicle? Of course. Alex points over at a gray Ford Mercury Sable. That's me. Megan peers over at the car. I know, it's old, but it gets me from point A to point B with no problems. Like I give a fuck if it's old. At least you have a car, that's more than I can say. They walk over to the car, and Megan steps up to the passenger side. In it, a big plastic black bag laying on the seat. Should I get in the back or something? What? Why? Megan points at the plastic bag. I totally forgot about that. Sorry, I had some old clothes I needed to get rid of, so I was planning on stopping by the Goodwill in the morning. I figured somebody might be able to get some use out of them. Alex quickly walks around the car and opens the door, reaching in and pulling out the plastic bag. I'll just go ahead and throw this stuff in the trunk. Alex carries the bag to the back of the car and drops it on the ground as he glances back at Megan. Go ahead and get in. I'll, I'll be right there. Megan looks at Alex, then climbs into the car. Alex pushes the trunk button on the key fob and pops it open, revealing a woman bound and gagged and bleeding profusely all over her body. Alex casually tosses the bag on top of the woman, then closes the trunk. Alex gets in the car and looks over at Megan. I'm really looking forward to getting to know you. Megan, smiling, looks back at Alex. Me too. Alex fires the car up. You're not some kind of freak or psycho, are you? Alex stares at her in shock. Of course not. <laughs> Good. Well, this world is full of them, and it's nice to finally meet a nice guy. Alex, smiling, puts the car in gear and pulls out of the parking lot.
This concludes the twisted tale, Grabbing a Beer. Remember to keep those ears open for future episodes of Twisted Tales of Madness and Murder Presents, wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>